0: We're in a state of confusion.
1: Questions on your mind. Send in my and brandy. I'm gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over.
0: Sorry, we're stoned. Lighter up. <laughs> I hate recording at this time of day because the sun is about to be in my eyes. Oh,
1: <laughs> have you heard of something called drapery?
0: I hate drapery. I hate for a room in shade I or a different it's... room. But this is my office. You know what I could actually put in here and it probably wouldn't look horrid. Oh,
1: I almost clutch the blanket on fire.
0: <laughs> I could put the Oopsies. white. <laughs> I hope and that's looks... my barefoot dreams. Oh, Crimea River! Oh gosh. Okay, I could put the white drapery in this office. Actually,
1: that would look great.
0: Wouldn't look bad.
1: Okay, let's start off for real because I need to talk drapery today. You do? Yes, but I am sorry that honestly I'm exhausted.
0: Oh, what have you been doing? Well, we've
1: been doing some stuff, and it's been keeping me out late, like till 11 and 12 p.m. two nights in a row. And I literally am so tired. Stuff you can't talk about, I'm assuming. Of course. That's not fun. But very soon. But it was like two nights in a row. And I'm usually in my bed, you know, like 830 and then asleep by 10. And literally, I'm so tired. I have not recovered. But um, it is so hot in LA. It is nuts. Really? Well, this is what, August, you say this every year. August is the hottest month. August and September. Mm -hmm. It is brutal. Like, it is, like, you cannot be outside unless you have water or in water or, like, something to do with water. I just did not even feel good. It was so hot. So, I got in my pool, and I've been trying to get some exercise each day. So, I swam, like, 10 laps. Whoa, 10? I mean, like. Cody told me. Cody I was gonna Simpson, say Cody Simpson, who is a professional swimmer, he told me that it's down is one, back is two, and then so at first I thought I only did five, but then I found out I did ten. So I was really wow. excited.
0: And did Cody say that ten laps is a lot, and that you should be impressed with that, or did he act like you were a wimp? Um, when I said, <laughs> "Is this the size of pool
1: you swim in?" he laughed. <laughs> and said that's about two strokes, if not one, in the pool he swims in. So I wasn't
0: feeling that good about it, but, you know. Should we get Cody on the podcast? That would be amazing. You know what? I feel like whenever I tell people he's a professional swimmer, everyone's like, he is. Like, I feel this is not, like, a very well-known fact about Cody Simpson.
1: Yes, Cody Simpson is a serious athlete and swimmer. Like I have never seen anyone train so hard in my life in this heat. Mm -hmm. Like he is in the pool probably for about six hours a day, and then works out every single day with a trainer that is doing specifically things for his swimming. He eats healthy. He can eat a lot because he burns so much. But like it's it's mind blowing to watch him. He is such a cool guy because he's such a goal setter and just does it I'm like is that not so painful and he goes it's pretty hard some days and I'm like but so why do you do it and he just loves it and his both of his parents were athletes and both were swimmers and so I think it's just like in his blood that that's what he wants to do so go Cody maybe he can talk to us about setting goals and achieving
0: them and you know Mm -hmm. I don't know that sounds great I would love that me too all right. Well, so you've been working on top secret projects, staying up late, swimming. Wow, you just—it seems like you've turned over a whole new leaf. And
1: and, I've walked. Well, yesterday I didn't, but I've been walking every day. And I know five thousand steps is supposed to be ten, but usually I get like a thousand just from getting up out of my chair. But every day I've been walking for like. An entire podcast episode, because all of a sudden I have got so into podcasts. Well, that's great because you have one. I love our podcast, but you know, I've never really listened to podcasts before. The ones I like are scripted fiction. And so I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I saw that Demi Moore had a new podcast called Dirty Diana. And it's fiction? It's fiction and it is, first of all, I list, I think she's done three episodes and it's very sexual, but it's about this woman who is probably around my age and her and her husband are having marital issues and, you know, they're both feeling it that things just aren't good between them anymore and they've been married forever. And she works at an investment place, like, like a CPA, and invest people's money. And on the side, she starts a website for women who talk about their sexual fantasy. I'm shocked but, you like this. And if you know me, too. I'll literally be like, this is so weird. But Demi Moore is just so good at no matter what she does that, like, I actually loved it because... You know, her voice is so incredible. And so when she talks to these people, everybody loves her voice. Anyway, it's just really good. But then after I listened to that, I started listening to one called Blood Ties. And Mm. it is so good. Well, cool. No, seriously, you would love Blood Ties. It's really, really good.
0: I just have a hard time listening to stuff without some sort of visual. I'm such a visual person. That listening is hard. But I, listen, I listened to our podcast last week, and we're funny as hell. <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> I loved it. That is well, great. I'm so glad because you're the biggest critic ever.
0: I know. And I was laughing out loud on my drive. I was like, we're, we're super funny sometimes. Okay,
1: great. Well, and Blood Ties is definitely not funny. But anybody out there that wants a good fiction scripted podcast, which I didn't even know that was a thing ever until like a week ago. It is so good. So maybe they'll have me on as a character.
0: Maybe you should turn it into an actual show, like Dirty Ooh, John. Ooh, love. You better call them up and get the rights to it before someone beats you. Well, Tizzle, you've really given me quite the update. Yeah, let me think if there's anything else. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, what else are we chatting about? I am just really... I wish you'd hurry up and get here because... I'm about to start some DIY design projects in my house, and it would just be really great if you were here. Black what? So I've been in this house a year, and I just feel like I wasn't sure until like a month ago that this was going to be a semi-permanent thing. I was like, am I going to stay here? I don't know. And so now that I've been here a year, and it's looking like I ain't leaving, I feel like it's time to like make this house a little more homey. So my first project I want to work on is my master bedroom. I feel like we just like threw some furniture in there and called it a day. And since no one else really sees the bedroom, I haven't really put much effort into it. But now that I'm spending so much time at home, I just feel like it's time to make it feel like a little more me. And honestly, I never turn on the overhead lights in there because it's just so like stark and big and just like the walls are white and it's just so plain and it's so aggressive when the lights are on. So I've ordered a couple samples of paint and I'm going to paint at least an accent wall. I feel like I like the idea of painting the whole room, but I'm not going to paint the whole room. I think I could paint an accent wall if I was going to paint the whole room. I'd have to hire somebody, and that's a whole nother thing. But I definitely think a little paint is going to be nice in there, a dark color since it's so big and white. And then we've talked forever. I have this ridiculous red, what do you call it, dresser? Wow. Yeah, red lacquer dresser that my TV sits on. That's Miley's piece of furniture. And she just like let me use it. And it's cute, but just not for my room. And so I've been wanting to replace that for a while. So I'm going to do what you really inspired me last week, Tish. Uh, I'm going to order two Ikea shelves and just do our, our steady Eddie, you know, shelves, floating shelves under the TV situation. But I'm going to buy the brown shelves instead of white and Ooh, ho- I like hopefully paint. Or it, if I do just an accent, well, I might paint those shelves the same color the wall like i talked about last week and then i also so the room is a very weird shape there's like all these like really weird like short angled walls it's just yes. such a strange room so when you first walk in the door which is there's like double french doors which is crazy there's like a wall on your right and it like curves around twice and it's just like a really oddly shaped wall and so the on the first two pieces of that wall i'm gonna do a gallery wall of all my photos from africa Cute. So I've been measuring and picking out the Ikea frames and ordering the prints and like, it's all going to get here next week. Oh, and I ordered a mount for my TV. So like, I'm really just getting after it.
1: That's great. Who's you'll get somebody to help you hang the TV. I'll
0: take it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I like I, that. I could really use dish the dishes stellar eye for my gallery wall. hanging. Oh, okay. So just a little
1: note on the Ikea shelves that the TV is going to go above. You can't really paint them because they're veneer. Really? No.
0: You don't think?
1: I don't think it'll stick properly.
0: I might try. Okay. But maybe I'll get lucky and the brown will just kind of blend in with the color paint I picked. It's like a, it's brown, but it kind of has like a grayish tone to it. I'll send you a picture of it. But it's like, I don't know, like a, like a gray undertoned brown. So maybe what it'll. That a gray undertoned green? No, because I want to do some terracotta in my bedding and that wouldn't look good with green. I think it would look amazing with the green I'm no, talking no, no, about. No, 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 no.
1: I think, bra. yes.
0: No green. You used to love green. I do love green. I've actually been thinking a green sofa in the rec room would look really nice. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I heard you asking that question,
1: and you know, I have the Cloud from Restoration Hardware. I
0: can't afford that.
1: Okay, but you know what you can't afford? Is the one that looks and feels exactly like it and is $2,000 at Living Spaces. I know. You've told me about the sofa before. I think Caitlin Bristow it, has it. Honestly, I even like it better than the Cloud. Because, you do? Yes, because you know what? The Cloud is a little too soft. And there's like, <laughs> yes. And there's literally no structure to it, whatever. And so, like, honestly, like, I think that you should go with living spaces. I mean, it is so, it looks so good and feels so good. And it is comparable to the cloud for sure.
0: I'll check it out. You know what else I I actually really like for that room, but also can't afford is the love sack sofa because it's dog friendly and everything. And it would be so gigantic for that room. But those things are expensive. And honestly, the fabric looks a little off. It does. Well, you wanted to say cheap, didn't you? Yeah. But they're not cheap. They're like $10,000. Yeah, they're like $10,000 if you want to be the, do the crazy. big
1: hit. crazy. Yeah. They're expensive. Yeah.
0: So anyway, just, you know, working on my home improvement life over here. Trying. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Also, what a tragedy. I'm caught up on Yellowstone. So now I have to wait every week for a new episode like a normal person. Well, sorry. Have but- you started
1: it yet? <laughs> I haven't started it because I'm still Ugh. watching Hannah.
0: I, mom. I got to tell you, I watched episode one last night and I was not impressed.
1: Oh, my God. It gets better and better and better.
0: I don't know. It's a copy of the movie and the movie was better so far. And I just had a hard time. And this season, oh, the
1: ultimate hottie is in it. Who? Is it Dermot? There's two I get mixed up. Huh. Dermot McDillon or something and Dermot McDillon. You, you, know, you just you, said
0: the same name twice. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a Goog?
1: That's what I'm trying to do. And they say they get people confuse them all the time.
0: Oh, they do. <laughs> you are annoying. Dermot Mulroney is in Hannah. Uh, h- how do you say his name? I mean, I'm just taking a stab in the dark here. Mulroney? And what's that's his first spelled? Wait, what's is that his first name? No, his first name is
1: Dermot. Oh, Dermot Mahoney. Mulroney. Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney.
0: And Who's the, the other, other guys' names. So this Dermot is the one in my best friend's wedding FYI.
1: Okay. So the other one and is. And the family
0: stone, which is a classic. Oh, I love him. In that.
1: What's the other guy that looks just like him? I don't Dermot know. Dermot something.
0: He kind of looks like uh, Robert Downey Jr. I can see
1: that. But there's another one that they look just a lot alike. What's he in? Are you talking about <sighs> Dylan McDermott? Yes. Huh. Dylan McDermott. He's hot.
0: And Dermot Melroney. Yes. Anyway, that's so off topic there. Well,
1: their names are very confusing and they look similar.
0: Kinda. I think so. Oh, he was in American Horror Story. Dermot hostages what i know him from dylan mcdermott yeah what happened to that show that show was so good that show was so good and there was only like one season that show was so good i know that's exactly what i know him from tony collette was also in it okay so now that i am an actual adult more often than i would like i find myself doing things that are just like my freaking mother tizzle. The other night I was watching some Yellowstone and it was about mm, 10 45 p.m. and I got a little hungry and I went into the kitchen and made myself a little cereal and, and I've never felt more empty in my entire life. So I dug in to some magic spoon fruity edition.
1: Okay so I have been trying to be so much healthier doing my walks and swimming which we talked about earlier and so I was so happy that I had the magic spoon because I really like love to eat cereal at night. It's just, I have it for dinner and then I have it before bed. Like I eat cereal every single solitary night. And so now that I'm trying to be healthier and I finally got to try magic spoon, I'm love the frosted. The frosted is my favorite because I used to eat frosted flakes. Now I eat magic spoon frosted and I know that I'm not getting all that sugar because that's my biggest downfall is like I eat so much sugar. So at least now when I eat cereal, I'm not getting sugar.
0: So here is the deets on Magic Spoon if you guys don't know. This cereal has zero sugar, like Tish said, 11 grams of protein and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. So it really is so much healthier for you. It also comes in four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted and blueberry. The blueberry is so good and the fruity is my new fave. And Frosted is mine. Honestly, I
1: haven't tried the cocoa yet, so I need to try that and let you guys know. But Frosted and Fruity are bomb. And it t- honestly, it does taste so good because I am so picky. And I usually can tell if it's something that doesn't have sugar in it because I'm such a sugar fiend. But it tastes so good. I love it so much.
0: Yeah, this cereal is also keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. I mean, it's really like, what more could you ask for? So if you guys want to check out Magic Spoon, where we've got a special offer for you. Go to magicspoon.com slash stoned and grab a variety pack to try it today. Be sure to use our promo code, which is stoned, of course, at checkout, and you'll get free shipping.
1: And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It is completely backed with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you guys don't like it for any reason, they'll refund
0: your money and they'll ask you no questions. Don't worry, though. You're going to love it. That's magicspoon.com slash stoned and use the code stoned for free shipping. Use code STONED for 15% off your
1: first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra
0: Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging.
1: And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed.
0: Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted, plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more.
1: For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com.
0: All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I did <laughs> honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush it well, out. This is amazing. I'm so, telling tell the you. stoners how we get it. Also, Nutriful has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I, I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch that way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutriful is offering our listeners. off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED.
1: Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo
0: code STONED. We thank you Magic Spoon for sponsoring our podcast. Are you, are we going to high design it up? Are you going to tell me about these draperies that I'm just like salivating to know more about?
1: Well, you know. You hate uh, drapes. I hate drapes. But there is just something about a clean, white, flowy drape. It's just like so pretty. And I just th- feel like, you know, in the room you stay in when you come to my house, in the guest house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have the woven woods blondes. But I'm thinking on each side I should just do pr- a pretty long drape in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I might do that in my master, too. You know, right now I have the gray thing because I need Mm -hmm. complete darkness. But I'm just thinking about
0: getting rid of that. Wow. Are draperies making a comeback? I just feel like
1: an all-white drapery, you can never go wrong. Yeah. Especially in my house since it's more of like a Spanish, like a modern Spanish, like a clean white drape is just so pretty on French doors. I think it'll be really pretty. Okay. All right. Anyway, what are you thinking? You talked about drapes.
0: Well, I and well, where were you when we started this podcast? The sun's sitting here in my face, and I said I might throw my white drapes up on my office windows. I think you should do that. I think it would look nice, actually.
1: Well, because not to mention, can't people from the street just look in?
0: No, that's the beautiful thing about my house. People in the, from the street can't see in here one bit. Okay, that's great.
1: But there's nothing on that window right now? No. Okay, I think the white drape would be pretty. Yeah,
0: it's looking a little
1: empty now that I'm staring at it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, white drapes can't go
0: wrong. Design can't tip number wrong. one. Should I also paint an accent wall in here?
1: No, I love <laughs> that room. <laughs>
0: okay. I was just in here thinking that the wall the mirror's on would look really nice, a dark color too. But also, rehanging all those baskets baskets seems hard. So maybe. Yeah,
1: or you could just leave the nail on the wall.
0: And paint around the nail. Yeah. Sounds hard. I think
1: you leave it white.
0: Okay, fine. But anyway,
1: so what else was I going to say about high design? Oh, well every time I get high I move all my furniture around which I just like can't stop doing <laughs> Gee. I know you know what my bag <laughs> I do not know what has happened I do, my back has been great it's gonna go out tomorrow like none at all maybe the swimming is helping that could be true I've swam some but I, what is that because honestly it just hurts so bad I just like ugh I'm so happy about it now there is one thing I've changed in, that I do, and I said this the other day to somebody. I have been taking a supplement, not even, I only take one a day, and I think you're supposed to take two, called reservatol.
0: Oh, yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah, it's in all our joint supplements for our horses.
1: Oh, well, I mean, honestly, I have not made any changes. I still sit and work all day in the exact same chair, in the exact same position. My back does not hurt.
0: Well, maybe that's all you needed was a little
1: lubrication in your spinal cord. You think? Maybe. Well, that just makes me so happy because it <laughs> has been so great because my back was just non-stop hurting so bad. And just it's miserable. And it's just been oh it's been so great not dealing with that. So I dread turning 50. This sounds horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Literally. Horrible, but you know what? That's why I started walking and swimming because even at eighty, I'm just gonna be just like this,
0: huh? I can't <laughs> wait to see that.
1: <laughs> I think I am. I really do. Oh, look at Missy. She's not slowing down at all. Or I, Paula. I feel like Missy's a bit more active than you. Missy's a little more active than me. She is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I feel like oh, we're gonna have something great for old people. But in, in that long, like in thirty years, you think? I think so. Ha! Huh. I mean, we'll look how everybody like they
0: they do say fifties the new forty. I agree with
1: that. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Did we do any real design things? No. Really. My one thing was gonna say <laughs> that that we it is real hard design is that. I have moved so many things around in my house that I thought I was just tired of. And like, I was like, Oh, do I want to sell that and then get something different? And you know, I just started moving things around like lamps in different places and chairs in different places and like art in different places and just switch things up. And all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my gosh, it looks completely different and new there. And so I feel like I'm saving so much money by really just, Taking my time and putting things in different spots and just, I don't know, buying one or two new little things, but just making everything else feel like it's new because it's in a different spot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's one of my design tips is I feel like you really can do that.
0: Mm, okay. Um, you know what I bought? It actually hasn't made it here yet because all of a sudden, even though COVID's been around since March, all of a sudden now it's making a huge impact on the mail. I don't know. Uh, but I ordered a lumbar pillow for my bed. Is that how you say it? Yeah. The long ones, the long skinny ones. Yes. And I feel like that could be another good pro tip. Like I used to be a fan of having like a bed full of throw pillows, but throw pillows are expensive, Mm. especially like I, I guess I just have expensive taste. Like I can never find a pillow that I like that's under $200. So the citizenry is one of my favorite sites. It's been like a major inspo for me right now. Love. And I've always wanted one of their pillows. And so I was looking at a bunch of them. And when they have just like one lumbar pillow on the bed, it just looks so nice. And it's just and then you just sort of buy the one pillow. That's so lovely. I think oh you do <laughs> yes. I have one lumbar pillow.
1: <laughs> on my beds, because well, that's
0: what I'm gonna do
1: first of all it's ridiculous when you have like 25 pillows on the bed that you have to put in the floor every night yeah so yeah I just really do two big king shams mm-hmm. on my king bed mm-hmm. and then one big lumbar pillow yeah that's what I'm about to do it's I love it and I love how simple it is mm-hmm. and way cheaper than buying more pillows absolutely and another place you can find great lumbar pillows is on Etsy
0: Oh yeah, we I was looking at Etsy as well.
1: Yeah, they have a lot of really pretty lumbar mud cloth pillows and mm-hmm. pillows out of kiln. It's just it's amazing to you can find so many beautiful things on there, but I do really love that.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. Cool. Shall we do a little dear MT? I think we should. We have a lot of voicemails this week, I believe. Really? Yeah, you really think so? Great. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, Tish and Brandy. My name is Anka and I'm a huge fan from Canada. Uh, Thanks for always sharing your honest stories and optimism with us all. I have two questions that both of you can answer. The first one is, as you guys are both juggling all these important commitments, Tish, you're managing both Miley and Noah and Brandy, you're a DJ, a podcaster, and always on the road. I was wondering, do you ever find time to have stillness in your life? And if so, do you have any tips or tricks um, or what your favorite practices are on slowing everything down? and quieting all the noise to reduce stress and just achieve calmness. And my second question is a design question. I was wondering, what's the best tip or advice for creating a modern contemporary space but throwing in some farmhouse or country accents that can make the home feel more snug? Thank you both. She's the sweetest.
1: What was her name? It sounded like Inka. That's cool. (laughs) It's really cool. I am obsessed with her questions.
0: Okay, so her first question, I think that's a great great question is how do you like slow down right and find moments of stillness like when your life is so crazed I think for me I just if I can just get outside like that's my way of slowing down. Usually, if I'm outside, especially with my animals, like my phone's not in my hand, and the phone is something that really just like for whatever reason, when I have my phone on me, like the time where does the time go? I don't know. Or if I'm in front of a computer or something, but if I'm outside, I put all that away, and it just like naturally slows time down and gives you like you literally get fresh air, and it's just it's so relaxing just to be outside. So I would I would say. Find an activity you like to do outside, whether that's literally going for a walk around the block. My mom likes to do that. Or if you find like a sport or something like that, that you can play outside, that's always great. Like I have friends that like to rollerblade outside. I mean, you could, there's a million different things you can do. So that would be my advice. Okay.
1: So there's so many parts to this that I want to talk about.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Number one, like, honestly, I do not know why I cannot slow down. I know. I, honestly, I just can't. I, I do not know what's wrong with me.
0: Can you not? Like, or do you just get so high that the time just is... No, really but my on.
1: brain just like it, like there's never a moment that I feel like that I'm just still and quiet. And honestly, I feel like that is so important. And it's something I just never take time to do. And the people in my life that meditate and actually practice being quiet, quiet like I have a lot of friends that, you know, meditate. And I just think that it feels like it's such an important thing to do. And it's just something I've never been able to do is quiet my mind. But, and I think that's part of the walking is not only exercise. And even though that I love listening to a podcast when I'm walking, it is truly the only time at all that I completely just shut off. And I'm not thinking about work or interior design or moving some piece of furniture or calling one of my kids or like just something that I need to do. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's why I love it. And listening to a podcast that's fiction and scripted and just like, at least it is just such a detachment from work. Mm -hmm. And I've just really started to love walking for exercise and knowing that I need to get in a certain amount, you know, of steps, like listening to a podcast, is just like, It has just been so good for me and I'm so glad that I had really kind of just started this routine and it's something I feel like I can really stick to because there's not so much pressure either. So I feel like, like Brandy said, like getting outside and taking a walk, but maybe a long enough walk that it's also your exercise for the day. And the question's amazing and I actually want to get better at that and find like yoga or start doing Mm -hmm. some yoga and learn to meditate. I think that would just be so good for me.
0: Yeah, I don't do it as much as I would like, but I do have moments during the week where I just go outside and just sit. <laughs> I have like a porch uh, on the front of my barn. Sometimes I just sit there and kind of watch the animals. And then I, we also have this the sickest spot ever. Like, if you walk out of my carport, I literally live like up on a ridge and it's got an incredible view. And we have a swing set set at the very top. And if the weather's nice enough, I'll literally take my coffee out there and just sit and let the dogs like run around. That uh, is and again, my like, favorite place. I on know. The entire property. I wish I, I wish I did it every day because whenever I just sit and don't have something that's like, you know, begging for my attention, time does slow down. So I think just making a conscious effort to do that, to, you know, to, to slow it down will really help. And the fact that you want to do that, I mean, is I think the first step for sure. Yeah. I love that spot on that heel. I know I do too. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre roll.
0: Cute. Anyway, I liked her design question because I felt like it was perfect for Tizzle, who's the queen of contemporary farmhouse chic. It is my favorite, I think,
1: thing to do. Even my house is... It's a little Spanish, but it definitely has some farmhouse elements and it's also modern as well. Mm-hmm. And I think just bringing all of that together is so much fun. And I love more than anything like an antique piece next to something really modern, like some simple white shelving. Again, like mud cloth. It's mm-hmm. such a cool way to bring in certain elements that way, you know, a little farmhouse chic. But I think that is just. Even for like an exterior of a farmhouse, you know, my favorite thing is like shiplap with a really modern, cool, black iron door, things like that, where you're just really bringing in two different complete elements. And I just think that it just makes the space so much more interesting.
0: Yeah. I think for me, something that really is like key to the whole farmhouse vibe is texture. Like in my house downtown, it is by no means a farmhouse like at all. And it's really not decorated that way. But we just added a couple touches of like raw wood, like Mm -hmm. exposed wood. And we did do a sliding barn door and the top piece of it is raw wood. And then the door that we actually painted a dark gray. So you kind of get that farmhouse meets modern with the dark color. And like, yes, yeah, adding something that's steel and metal and like stuff like those textures kind of bring that farmhouse vibe. And you can do that in a house that's not like farmhouse at all. You can do that with something very contemporary. And I am
1: so obsessed with pottery right now. Mm. Any type of ceramic pottery that you can bring in. And, you know, like I love that like my countertops are just a white cord. So they're really white sleek. And then on top of them, I have like a cream colored ceramic big pottery vase that I you know that I'll just literally go outside and find some like flowers in my own yard and or just something off of a tree and stick in there and it looks so pretty like you said it is texture it's just the sleek white against the the ceramic pottery and those two textures are just so cool together that yeah that's just one of my favorite types of houses to design is like a modern farmhouse they're so amazing
0: all right well hopefully we were helpful with that um so go in circles probably this is this voicemail I, yes take a hit before this one because this one's going to be a fun one hey tish and brandy this is forrest and i have a question for both of you what is the number one turnoff that guys seem to always do or say and what could they do to become more of a better partner and friend anyway thank you guys so much for this awesome podcast talk to you later bye Hey, Forrest, we're obsessed with you. I cannot believe
1: Forrest called in.
0: I can't believe Forrest called in and like props to Forrest for like recognizing the fact that men suck and he's wanting to be better. True. <laughs> Honestly, Forrest, I just, I could never pick just one thing that men do that are annoying. It would just, that's just too hard. But off the top of your head, mom, do you have any, uh, suggestions Honestly, and I don't know if it's
1: all men, but most men, they cannot find things if it is literally right in front of them. Like, your dad will be frantic about not being able to find something, and I'll tell him exactly where it is. No, like, I'm telling you it's not there. Like, just getting so fat-faced at me, like, and even though I know it's exactly, like, where I'm saying it is, and I'll go and I'll be like, I, I, I don't understand. It's right there. And Cody did it yesterday. No. And I was literally, like, blown away. I was like, are you for a real ride?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, sadly, I don't think this is something that Forrest can just go and improve upon himself on. Like, I feel like. I think that maybe they're just, they need to
1: take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> take a deep, deep breath and i don't know i don't know why they can't but it's just true that men cannot find things it's just they can't
0: that is insane and annoying i'm trying to think about what rye does that's annoying i would say okay i'm just like pulling from like recent events here rye rye knows <laughs> my schedule he knows what my days look like he knows what i'm doing and he waits all all day until 7 p.m. to freaking call me when I've had all day to talk to him and he calls at 7 and I can't talk because I'm podcasting. If he could just make a little small conscious effort to call me when he knows I'm available to talk <laughs> or well, at least is that try. a day problem? No, it's an everyday problem. I call him like three or four times a day and of course he doesn't pick up. And whenever he tries me like once, <laughs> and I'm always busy. If he would just try me a few times like I do him and we would probably find some time to talk to each other. But you all weren't really needing to talk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Forrest, I'm I'm trying real hard here to help you out. All right, I would just think. I think that women in general just want like I feel like a good baseline issue women have with men is they feel like they don't put in enough effort, right? Like just uh, I agree with that. So, I would say to you whether it's I don't know. But like Reinhardt says, we're trying to find time to talk on the phone. Like just make an effort to try a couple times to talk to me. Or I don't know, like maybe your girlfriend complains that you like don't help her on the house. Just like make a teeny tiny effort. Like maybe you just put the dishes away and that would just make her so happy. It's just all about the effort. Yeah. We talked about this
1: thing on, what is it? Your love language. Yeah, I want service. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine too. I definitely <laughs> means of service. Acts of service is that love language. Yes, acts of service.
0: Now, Forrest, if you could make the effort to learn your girlfriend or wife or crush or whatever she is, or he is, uh, learn their love language and just make the effort to do that. And then you can find out how you can express love to that person. Like like my love language is acts of service. Apparently so is Tish. So when people do do something for me, like go out of their way to put in some effort to do something that makes me feel loved versus just being like, you're so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Anybody can say that. But are you going to go out of your way to come over here and hang my TV on the wall? Because that'd be great. But I think that's the
1: same thing to his other question about how to be a good friend or partner is just honestly effort and communication. Yeah, I think communication and just putting
0: in effort. Are we relationship experts now? Maybe. <laughs> Something tells me now. Okay. We got a we got a Nashville girl for the next question.
1: Hi, I just wanted to say it's so nice to meet you guys, and I love y'all's podcast. Um, I was able to Zoom last time, and I am new to the Franklin, Tennessee area, which is so beautiful, and I wanted to know if you guys knew of any good Mexican restaurants that have kind of like, you know, normal ground beef tacos and everything. It's so pretty, so I was just curious if you guys had any favorites in the downtown Franklin area or uh, Nashville area. Um, I would love to know that. My name is Haley, and again, you and your family are uh, it just seems so down to earth and I hope y'all have a good day. Thanks.
0: Bye. All right, Haley, I'm about to blow your mind. Uh, uh, I got one too. And okay. I think
1: mine's better because she said regular ground beef tacos. I know. La Hacienda.
0: La Hacienda. Remember La Hacienda?
1: How do you say yeah, La Hacienda? Yeah.
0: I remember La Hacienda.
1: It is so good. And I think it is still in Franklin on Highway 31. And there's also one in Spring Hill. But it's true, authentic Mexican food, and it is so bomb. I love it so much.
0: So I actually think the Franklin location is now on Hillsboro, kind of by Franklin High School. I think it moved. It is bomb. Now, I know you didn't mention margaritas, Haley, but I just don't trust people that don't like margaritas. So if you're looking for the best margarita of your entire life, well, at least in the United States, it's a bit of a drive. But Rose Pepper in East Nashville they make in-house margaritas. They're crystal clear and they will knock you on your ass in like one or two. And their food's
1: amazing.
0: Their food is great. But man, those margaritas.
1: We had our Cyrus versus Cyrus rap party there.
0: Yeah, I got very drunk.
1: Yeah, it was so fun. Somebody oh. hit my car while we were in there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is East Nashville. It was East Nashville and people uh, were having margaritas. But anyway... I love that place as well. It's so good.
0: Yeah. So, like, I love a good hole-in-the-wall Mexican joint, especially if you're looking for that, like, yummy, yummy queso dip. So, like, La Hacienda would be that that pick. But if you want, like, an elevated Mexican on some nights, I also love Taco Mamacita in Edge Hill Village. They have, like, fancy tacos, but they're, they're- – no. like, You know what, Haley? I do not like fancy tacos, but they have a taco
1: that's just, like, a regular taco – I forget what it's called.
0: Talking about the Frito, one with the Fritos? Yes. The Sloppy Jose Taco.
1: The Sloppy Jose Taco. It is so good and it has Fritos on it. You have to go to Taco Mamacitas and get that. It is incredible.
0: Yeah. And then there's, if you, and then like one step above that, it's actually Miley's favorite in town. It's called Nada. It's down in West End and it's like a little bit nicer. Just super, super good. Um, great atmosphere. So we've given you Several different... I mean, I love Mexican food. I can eat it every day.
1: It's my favorite by far.
0: Any more? Yep, we got a design question, actually.
1: Alright.
0: Hey, Tish and Brandy, this is Abby. I am a
1: fellow stoner, literally and supportively. And I just wanted to ask you a question about my new apartment that I'm moving into. It has really tall ceilings, uh, and that's not something I've ever really decorated with, and so... I've heard that like getting some good window treatments is a good option, some like tall window treatments. But I have a lot of art and things I like to hang on my wall. So help me figure out do I do it eye level, do I do a little higher? How can I decorate a higher ceiling apartment? Thanks, gals. Love the podcast, love you both, and uh sorry, I'm stoned. I'm obsessed. I cannot even believe she said that. That makes me so happy.
0: <laughs> so happy. Also, her apartment sounds sick. I've never been able to have tall ceilings.
1: I know. Yeah, me either. But yeah, her apartment sounds amazing. I know. I wonder where she lives. So Tish, what would you suggest for high ceilings? So she did mention window treatments. And again, I think that you can't go wrong with a pretty white drapery. And sometimes if you have, you know, a window that's not as tall as it should be, and there's really high ceilings, you can always mount the hardware much higher than like right where the top of the window is to really give the window a taller effect and really just, Mm. you know, pull the ceiling down a little bit. You know, she could also, if she wanted to, to make the ceiling not feel so high, she could paint it darker. Ooh, that's a cool idea. And she'd her ceiling like a, like a darker gray. I think that could be really pretty. Any Mm. color, like like a darker blue or something. Um, But, yeah, like, you know me, I love a good gallery wall. And so gallery wall, I feel like I always start in the center when I'm building building a gallery wall and make the very first thing I hang almost eye level. Mm -hmm. I feel like my face is in the center of it and then kind of go from there. But with the gallery yeah. wall, that's what's so great is you can go up so high, high as you want all your different art with different pieces.
0: I really like that idea. I could almost visualize that and it looks really, really cool in my brain. So I love that idea. I also something that I never get, have gotten to do in like my own house, but we did this actually in a house on Cyrus versus Cyrus that had, I don't know if you remember the house with the really tall entryway. I can't remember her name. It was the woman with the young son. Was it Anita? Yeah, I think so. I think that was uh-huh. her name. She did the, she lived in the house, like really far north Uh in Asheville. Yeah. So she had this like really, really tall entryway and we hung the sickest chandelier. It was so dramatic and it was, was so tall because she had the space for that. So I don't know in your apartment, if you're allowed to change the lighting, I would suggest finding like a really dramatic piece and just putting that like in the middle of your apartment. I think that'd be so sick. And honestly, even Ikea have the mm-hmm.
1: long where you, you know, put just a shade on the bottom yep. or, you know, a basket or something. But I do love when you have a tall ceiling to have a really long, uh, I don't want to say chandelier because that sounds so formal. Right. Uh, That's but, but some type form of lighting like we did where it was just different lengths Mm -hmm. of wire that had just the globe on Mm -hmm. the end of each of, you know, the pieces of wire. And it was just so beautiful and such a focal point of like that entire house.
0: Yeah. You could even do, depending on what kind of decor you're going for, you could even do several different single baskets. Like the basket lights hanging from different lengths, which would be really cool too. We did that in uh, the Molly barn for our last episode
1: of Cyrus versus Cyrus. We did. We just got white baskets and sprayed them. They were different sizes and we hung them at different heights and it was just so pretty. Another thing I love when you're doing a gallery wall is, you know, about not only doing just pictures, Mm -hmm. but also mixing in like mirrors or, Mm -hmm. you know, like a white picture or a piece of art and just really mix a gallery wall up. And like I've even done walls where we've hung like an object on the wall. Mm -hmm. Um, in certain spots just so it's like really interesting and just not monotonous like you know just all pieces of art so I think that would be really cool to do an apartment with ceilings that tall totally cool great questions this week yeah great questions Uh uh-huh and so I love that she said sorry we're stoned okay so I'm so excited to talk about my amazon picks
0: Oh, here we go. Here we go. Your Amazon picks. So, first of all, I'm just freaking that this is... is Wait a second. How could I forget? The Stoners had some really great names for this... Better Than Baked Shop? There was a couple of them that I liked Better Than Baked Shop. Let me hold on. Let me find a few. The Stoners have given us some suggestions for segment names, and I'm not mad about any of them. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Option number one, high prime. <gasps> I like it. That is good. It even rhymes with high design, which It's very cool. Okay. Wait, it get better. Option number two, Tish's baked goods. <sighs> Pretty good. That is good. Okay. This is my favorite one. Saved the best for last. Option three, blitz and buy.
1: You no,
0: know, I think I like
1: number two. Tisha's baked
0: guts? Okay, let me hear number one. High Prime.
1: I think that might be the one. High Prime the though only, like,
0: is pretty t- t- targeted to Amazon because that's of what I was
1: gonna say. The only thing about High Prime is I cannot venture out to other products.
0: Mm, I mean, you could, but yeah, I love Blitz and Buy. Honestly, I feel like that's too young for me. Oh, brother! Honestly, I like them all three.
1: I like all three too, but we gotta pick one right
0: now. Right now?
1: I feel like Tisha's baked goods might be getting now. I
0: don't know. I like them all.
1: I kinda like Tisha's baked goods.
0: Blitz and buy. No. It's my favorite.
1: I like high prime a lot, but I think we already have high design.
0: My favorite part about high prime is the way you say high prime. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what it should be.
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: High prime time. It's high prime time on Sorry that's We're Stone. That's pretty funny.
1: It's high prime time. <laughs> that's pretty good. You think
0: on it, and by next week, we'll have chosen the winner. I think that this podcast is definitely becoming
1: a Tish's show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what this show would be without me? A whole lot of Tish for getting the question, that's what. Exactly.
1: But see, I can feel like we could roll over, and you are my host, and then... <laughs> no because then it could all say tish uh dear mt tish's high design tish's prom no tish's high prom is (laughs) all you're too stoned okay i'm gonna talk about the first one because i cannot believe my pastor that i have literally been going to this church since we moved to california and my pastor's name is Pastor Dave Roberts, and he is so incredible. He's from Texas, and he came to this church years and years, like 20 years ago. And when we first started going there in like 2004 or 5, when we first moved out here to do Hannah Montana, the church was so tiny. It was crazy. Like there just weren't that many people in attendance at all. And now it is so packed and there are so many services and I don't know, he's just so incredible because he just talks to every, I mean, he's from Texas, so you get it. Like he's just so personable and he's just incredible. And so I was on Facebook and saw that he has a new book on Amazon and it's called Healing Conversations, talking yourself out of conflict and loneliness. And I was just like, I have to order this immediately because There is so much conflict, so much conflict in the world and just with people and it's conflict, conflict, conflict. And I'm not going to lie, like I'm lonely sometimes because I live alone and it's been five months of all this. But anyway, so I ordered the book Healing Conversations and it is so good. And I just have to read you this one part because I just feel like it is something that when I read it, I was like, holy crap, that is just so true. You're going to read to us? I have to. Wow. I have to. It's talking about like when we are in, in conflict with someone and it was so like real and honest about how when we get in an argument with someone that we get stuck in a relational battle where everyone loses when it is just so important for us to be right. It's called the right wrong trap that you'd rather be right than be happy and it was really talking about this couple that was on vacation and right before they got off this boat to go on their day trip they got in this massive argument and that everyone around could really tell like they wanted to make up and just go on and have a great day but they were both so prideful and wanted to be right that it just like ruined their entire day and their trip and that just made so much sense to me that they'd rather be right than be happy.
0: And then it said,
1: the longing to be right is deep and universal. We all want to be right, but too often being right leads to us to dominate another and make them wrong. It moves from resolving the issue to winning and losing. You seem to move quickly into a willingness to punish and hurt. Do you not feel like that's absolutely true? Absolutely true. I mean, it just made so much sense to me that now when I'm in an argument where I feel like that I'm just at a point where all I want to do is be right. Like I'm going to be so aware of that and just feel like that I could resolve conflict so much quicker when it's not all about me being right, but me, you know, just really resolving the problem. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I literally love this book so much. And I really think that everyone should grab it. Again, it is Healing Conversations by Dave Roberts. And it says, do you struggle to communicate, learn how to hold genuine conversations again, and how we really just don't set and have genuine conversations. So anyway, that was one of my Amazon purchases that I am loving. And then I kind of did one that I was definitely a little on the stoner side of things.
0: Oh, just a little.
1: And ordered an exercise machine.
0: I saw this. I was, I think my friend Kirsten was over here and I was buying something on Amazon and it showed like the most recent purchase. And I was like, Keys, look at what my mother has purchased. And I was like, she's never going to use this. Okay. So it's here. I've got it. And I'm (sighs) going to put it together tomorrow. And
1: so I will post But this thing was only $130. It has 3,826, four and a half stars reviews. So massively great reviews. Everyone says it is incredible. And I'm not sure I can do it because I looked at it and I thought it was like, just like kind of giving to give you some help doing squats. But Miley saw it and she goes, you think you're going to do this? You're never going to do it. She was like, you cannot do this, but I'm going to try it. It's called the Sunny Health and Fitness Squat Assist Row and Ride Trainer. Mom, you can't do this. $130, $130 like basically five stars reviews and every single comment is how amazing it is. So anyway, if you're all needing a full body workout and you want to really get your glutes and get your booty looking good, this looks like this is the machine for $130 and working out at home and it has all kinds of re- res- its resistance. That's what it is. It has a little digital motor that keeps track of everything. Holds up. It's I mean, honestly, it just seems like the total package for being able to do Everything at home.
0: Tizzle, I want video proof of you on this machine. I so feel like I'm going to get on my Blood Ties podcast
1: and just start squatting oh away. Well, video it, please. Set up a little tripod and let's see that content. Okay, I'm going to do that tomorrow. I got to put it... It says, I think... I, I can't tell if I have to put it together or not. But anyway, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. But I think for 130
0: bucks, it's worth a try. You're insane. Well, I think well, that's was that it? Guess what I bought today on Amazon. What? Best $6.99 I've ever paid for a pack of 12 party hats for Astra and all her friends for her birthday on Wednesday.
1: You are
0: nuts. I'm serious. And it took everything in me to not purchase the big, the big Myler le- like letters where it says oh, like, yeah, let's party, like P-A-W, paw, t- get it? I almost bought it, but I didn't.
1: Um, we're going to put like one of the Kardashian parties next to your Amazon party. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seriously. Okay, moving on from high prom time. Well, prom we prom time's
1: really good. <laughs>
0: it's really good. And high prom
1: is good too.
0: You got anything else? I'm sleepy. Oh my gosh! It's 9 on. p.m. I know, I know, I know. I made a hat wall today, but we'll talk about it next week. What? Uh, like a cute hat wall? I think it's adorable. I love a hat wall. Well, I gotta go to sleep. <laughs>
1: Okie dokie. Well,
0: that's been great guys. Stoners. We love you. Thanks for all the great Amazon names. We're just so torn. Also. Thanks for all the great DRMT questions this week. You guys really slayed it. Speaking of DRMT. If you guys are wondering how these stoners are leaving us messages and getting on the podcast, uh, let me tell you, we have a voicemail set up that you can call and leave us a message asking your question or asking for whatever advice you so desire. Get out your iPhone note section because I'm about to tell you the phone number. Are you ready? 818-839-0534. Call us. Okay. See y'all later. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. We're on iTunes and Spotify and really anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. And if you really, really love us and you have an extra five seconds, we would love a five-star review. You can say whatever you want about us, but give us five stars, you know? That'd be really, really awesome. And honestly, by the way, sorry I'm stoned. She is so stoned.
1: Sorry I'm stoned. Goodbye. See you, stoners. Sorry, I'm stoned.
0: Sorry, I'm stoned. Sorry, I'm stoned. Gotta go. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.